Wait, what was the sound of going live? You guys didn't even do it. What was oh, the sound? Oh, wow. Yeah. That was, wow. Practice. Hardcore yeah. practice there. Thanks. Sweet. Uh, I know we're live because uh, you guys told me so. And also because like the one person in the chat room left. Um, <laughs> so so, so long. Welcome back to the sauce. Hey, it's Chris. I'm uh, in Edmonton uh, and I love peeling that thin yet somehow protective plastic layer from new gadgets. I thought you should know. Um, oh, wow. As always, to my <laughs> left and 1,900 miles away is uh, Candy Corn's sworn enemy, Paul. Hey, how's it going? I, I'm good. Is that a reference? <laughs> you, <laughs> you you tweeted last week about how much you dislike Candy Corn like oh. F human. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like maybe a reference to like Candy Crush or something like that. No, I hate – I do in fact hate Candy Corn. <laughs> Above all Don't others. we all hate Candy Corn, guys? I mean let's just let's just say it outright. <laughs> I think candy corn is over. I mean, that's that's the thing, though. Like when Paul tweeted about how awful it was, like someone like ran to its defense and it was like, wow, this is truly like the Internet. Like that's how this works. <laughs> <laughs> People always got to make a stance on something. Right. Uh, so, yeah, as you've heard, our guest tonight is the uh, Community Happiness Rep at Patreon. She's the host of Calling All Creators podcast. Prior to that, she worked at uh, Bop and Tiger Beat. Uh, she's a former sax player. <laughs> she's jumped out of a plane before. She's 5'11 and a half. That's important. And she has oh fear of wooden bears. It's Taryn Arnold. Hi, Taryn. Oh, my God. That. You know what, guys? I have never been introduced ever, and I feel so known. Thank you so much. <laughs> That so known, it's like your polite way of saying, oh, my God, they creeped on me. So how did you do it? How did you get the height is what I need to know. Where did the how did this happen? Oh, OK. So, I mean, research like <laughs> I, Chris, Chris is going to tell you where the information is so that you can promptly go hide it. Thank you. Yeah. Where'd you get my medical records? What else is happening? <laughs> I I do my research, you know, like, and this is the only reason Paul's my co-host. I've got dirt on that guy. Um, <laughs> he, he's never allowed to go to Alabama again because of his uh, lycanthrope disease. It's true. We can oh, never God. go back to Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Poor Paul. Never <laughs> yeah. going back. Yeah. Full, wow. Full moons are terrible for him. Uh, no, I, uh, I was watching um, videos, YouTube videos on It's Time You Knew. Your former site. Oh, oh my God. You oh. went deep. I went you deep. You went so deep. Oh, that is so impressive. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things went down on that former website of mine. <laughs> so I'm so sorry for how much time you might have spent uh, just shaking your head there. Oh, I had, <laughs> I had lots of fun. It was like uh, more better than uh, researching some other guests we've had. but And I can say that because they don't listen. So <laughs> I'll say maybe because you diss them at, on the next episode. <laughs> that could be. You're way better than that guest we had last week. <laughs> Man. What a loser. Jeez. <laughs> I don't think I'm even going to publish that episode. <laughs> <laughs> what episode? It's gone. It's dead to you guys. Yes, I... I was immersed in your YouTube channel to the point where, like, I really thought, like, to promote the show, I was going to, like, photograph myself in, like, some boots uh, posing like you. And then I was like, oh, that's just creepy. What has happened to me? Like, you, It was too far. You knew. You thought this is this is too much. I need to stop. And yet I said it to you. That's awful. Um. <laughs> you know, well, what I, I don't know if I if I'm allowed to propose a topic here, but just for a quick second, what how far is too far with Internet stalking? Like how how, <laughs> how much is like, man, I just learned so much about this person. Do I lead on that? I know these things or do I just oh, pretend that I'm surprised I by whatever know. they're going to say? I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's often scary. Like I felt that way once, like sort of the social network thing kind of blew up. Like I really felt that way, too. It was like, 
someone was like, oh, yeah, you know, my kid is doing this. I'm like, yeah, I know. I saw it on your Facebook while they look at every five seconds. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy. I don't know. And I, I feel like every time I meet someone, well, not really, but sometimes when I meet someone, I'm like, man, I know a lot about you and I'm going to have to play it stupid and pretend that I don't know anything. And it's kind of a hard game to pretend like you know less than you do. It's, it's kind of rough. Yeah, it's it's actually worse than like knowing nothing at all, right? Like sometimes <laughs> yeah. we we like do a guess a show, and I'm like, oh, I am ill prepared, and I have like four questions for this person, and I ask them one because we just keep talking. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but when That's you know awesome. too much, you're just like, uh, so yeah, we're having a good time talking about internet stalking, but really, like, <laughs> what was the problem with that wooden bear in that cabin you stayed at, Taryn? Like, what's wrong? Like. <laughs> Hey, it was terrifying and we both know it. You saw it. <laughs> it's true. I did see it and it kind of looked at me and yeah, I cried. We've actually done an interview with all of the references on your resume. And oh gosh, we're gonna what bring those no. <laughs> I hope they're good. We'll find out. That's our that's our new uh our new podcast. We're we're still working out the kinks, but you know, it's a surprise podcast, like we're just going to invite guests on and then be like, welcome to the very first podcast wedding. And then they like, what? Wait, why am I? Here? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, you should do a stalking podcast. I'm like thoroughly impressed. I have to tell you with how much you found out. I'm not creeped out. I'm impressed. Um, and I feel like at this point, you guys should do a podcast where you try to surprise people by the amount of information you gathered about them. I'd really like that because I'm sort of <laughs> I'm sort of like a privacy like. I'm really poor at it because I talk all the time on Twitter, but like an advocate, <laughs> like I'm really like concerned with how much people like put out there. So it would be kind of fascinating to do a podcast and be like, you're just going to sit here and say yes or no if I'm right. And then just tell them <laughs> all about their lives. And then you throw a couple curveballs in there just to see like you were arrested in <laughs> Miami and they're like, yes. And you're like, oh, I didn't even find that. And then, <laughs> then they have to tell the story. And then when they're like, wait, no, that never happened. I'm like, oh, no, it sounds like their Skype call is cut out. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. Just, just hang up. You just hang up. <laughs> Stay tuned next week for. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty creepy. But then the other part of it is like sometimes you go creeping on social media and you look at friends and stuff and you're like, oh, wow, what a total jerk face because they got to do this and that and you like you if you're if you're uh maybe lower in the confidence area or you're having a bad day you start feeling that way but then we always put like the best stuff on social media right oh totally could you imagine i mean i try to to expose myself like my my issues on twitter not like an overshare but like i try to be like you know what i really want pizza i don't want a salad like things like that <laughs> that people yeah. can relate to um but there is so much comparison you are totally right it's rough it's like seeing people that you knew in like i don't know college or like your first job and you're like oh did they really get that promotion good for them and you would never know this like 40 years ago when no one knew what was going on with anyone else. So it's kind of a, it's a funny thing from our, I think my generation to figure out because you, you're always just kind of comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. Yeah. Previously you would have had to wait for some awkward uh, reunion of some kind, like 10, <laughs> yeah. 15, 25 years later. And it's like, ah, uh, life has not treated them well. I'm glad I didn't have to watch that roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. And then Thank you, God and then you go the other Instagram. way, and you're like, "Oh, what do they think of me? I could have made something of myself." <laughs> oh, you made you know. something of yourself. Don't I, say that. It's true. I'm totally a <laughs> podcaster. It's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. <laughs> yeah i I used to do that. I mean, I'm a little bit older than both of you, but like, yeah, you'd see people like in the grocery store, and you'd be like, "Whoa!" Kind of like Paul said, like, "Wow, age has not." <laughs> met them well and then like i go home and i go oh yeah i see me in the mirror every day i think i look just like i did when i was 20 but now when i look at these <laughs> pictures holy crap what has age done to me oh <laughs> that's a sad thought <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry for bringing the podcast down wow really bringing but, things down here 
let's let's go back up like let's you know where where can we go we can we can start like at the beginning like how does your uh how does your biography channel episode uh start taryn like when they talk about you on the channel like where'd you go to university what'd you study uh i went to arizona state university um in tempe arizona go sun devils and uh, i studied communication and media analysis so i just took a lot of it was more interpersonal communication stuff and then i did do some journalism and uh media analysis classes that were super fun wow yeah yeah it's good stuff and here you are in media I am. Yeah. My, uh, when I graduated college, I went, I worked in marketing for a bit and I did, I marketed an online high school in Arizona, which was like a really big school (laughs) in Arizona, which was crazy. Uh, but I just like went to trade shows and stuff and tried to tell kids to not go to regular school and to (laughs) go to school online, uh, which was a funny job to have. And I, after that, I knew I wanted to work in entertainment, so I moved home, which was in Orange County, and then I started working at Tiger Beat Magazine and Bot Magazine, um, and I was a reporter for them, and then now I'm up here in San Francisco at Patreon. So I have uh, been in the space that I wanted to be in, which is really lucky, I think, for somebody my age. It's been a really cool, cool trip. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Oh, so you're originally from uh, Orange County and then you went to school in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I have to say, I don't where are you guys from? I mean, gotta be. I mean, are you from Montreal or or what? No, uh, <laughs> Montreal is not even tangi- tangentially related to us, except that it's in our <laughs> podcast title. <laughs> we Love are uh, we are both from uh, Michigan, Western Michigan area. Okay. Uh, and I'm still here and, uh, Mr. Chris, uh, moved quite a long ways away, uh, to Canada, but nowhere near Montreal. Got it. So Mr. Chris bailed and you're still living in Michigan. Oh yeah. Going to (laughs) the beach every day. (laughs) Do you like it there? I love Michigan. Yeah. Okay. Born and raised. Born and raised. That's right. Uh, I was going to say there I just don't think I'm going to have to just challenge you on this. I don't think there is a better place to live than California. I can't. I'm just not going to ever get off my my little box about it. It's just too it's too great of a place. I can uh, I can buy it. I mean, it would probably be nice if it rained. Um, yeah. At some point. Uh, but just sometime in the next like 10 years, if there's yes. a su- one day of rain, <laughs> a day, okay. a day or two. Yeah, it would be good. Yeah. But yeah. we have, I will say West Michigan, we have, uh, amazing beaches in the summertime. Um, uh, but we have terrible, horrible winters. And if I could, yeah. many, many of us, um, when we retire, get like little trailers or something in Florida or Arizona or somewhere that's warm so that literally six months of the year, half our population or at least half of the population that's over, say, 50 leaves the state and lives somewhere warm to totally avoid the snow. They're called snowbirds, right? Yep. They're called snowbirds. Are you going to be a snowbird one day? I undoubtedly will be a snowbird one day every You're single gonna... every single winter wears my wears me down a little bit until i'm like well <laughs> he's gonna spread his wings and fly <laughs> that's amazing yeah try try living in uh, canada paul where like every oh, single month man. is winter except for like three of them <laughs> why do you live in canada because <laughs> he uh, moved there for love it's yeah. A, it's a beautiful uh, story. It really is a beautiful story. Have Have you told the story before uh, on this podcast? Like, do people know? So I probably briefly touched on an interesting, like, coincidence. Um, Justin Hall from the Justin Hall Show is in our chat room right now, and uh, hey, when, Justin. And when he was uh, when he was um, on our show as a guest, uh, I had him on, and I contacted Justin because he actually um, created a game uh, called PMOG, which was passive multiplayer online game that you would, uh, it was a browser toolbar that you would install on your uh, internet browser. Mm -hmm. And in the game, you could play with other players 
on websites. So if I was sort of a devious person, I could leave like a mine on a website. And then if you're playing a game and you went there, it would explode and you would lose points. And Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And you could leave crates with like points and other goodies and you could create like uh, paths um, that people could follow. So you could leave a sign posted a website and someone would be like, if you like this website, check out this one. And you could follow this little kind of path. And, uh, it was a really fun game. And, um, and I just happened to meet a lot of great people that I'm still friends with, like all over the world, um, in that game. And one of them was in Canada and we chatted every night and, then she said, we should meet. And I was like, ah. so, <laughs> no. yeah. so we met and then uh, we got married. Not that same day, but <laughs> Next not, day. not that same day. That's I, a wait. Did you guys, how long did you do long distance? Uh, gosh, we must have played. Uh, she doesn't listen. I can say whatever number I want. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, we played the game for quite a long time, and both of us, like we've talked about it, we're like, wow, I think I'm really making a connection with this person, but they live like a billion miles away, so big deal. So, yeah, we must have played for – we played that game, I would say, at least, if not more than a year, and we were in contact um, for most of that. And then, yeah, we, we probably did the long distance thing for like two and a half years, three years. Wow. That is a long time. And then now Canada is home and you guys don't have to play long distance anymore. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. So Canada. Yeah. It was, uh, it was really interesting for us in the beginning of our marriage because it was like, we were sort of like Velcroed to each other because we were so Aww. used to like, being apart like she's a teacher here so she has summers off so the first two uh two years i think uh we were apart she would come like for the summer and stay three months in michigan with me (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you go from like absolute no like no hanging out to constant like oh now you're kind of living with me for three months and then they just bail again it's kind of sounds crazy yeah, it was crazy. Or, you know, in some uh, perspectives, it was brilliant. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked out. So, yeah. Power to yeah. you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the story. And that's how I ended up here in uh, Snowville. <laughs> that's a very cute story. Thank you for sharing. I don't know if you guys talk about love and such on your podcast, but I feel honored that you shared that with me here. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I saw like all the love you were spreading with uh, videos to like your family, but uh, that's even creepier, huh? So. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I actually don't even know what you're talking about, which makes it even creepier. <laughs> I thought so. Oh, I was working on that. <laughs> see, awesome. I just watched the videos that you've intended for me to see, uh, you know, the, the like Google Hangouts from Patreon. It's basically what I watched prior to this. I was like, let's learn about who she is right now. I'm going to watch this video. You're playing within bounds. You're like, you know what? I'm just going to stay above ground here. (laughs) That's awesome. And I went deep because I'm in Canada. What else am I going to do? Yeah. (laughs) It's your your duty. He's already snowed in. They just had Thanksgiving. (laughs) This was him coming out of ground. He was like, this is my connecting. (laughs) <laughs> no you uh i i can't remember what one one of your sites i saw it on but you you like had paid like some awesome guy from like uh fiverr.com or something to oh make like a God. birthday <laughs> wish for your brother it was awesome yeah have you guys used fiverr i haven't yet but i have been tempted to there is a man, there is a man on Fiverr named Old Man Steve, and he is as crazy as he sounds. And uh, he, like, you can pay him five bucks. I always pay extra because I want, I order it late and I want him to say my name and like the whole thing. So I end up paying like 20, 20 or might as well call it 20 or. Yeah. And I, uh, I 
pay this man to to record greetings for people in my family or like close friends of mine. He's probably done like six of them for me by now, but he literally I make him call me his girlfriend. He's this weird old man with like a weird hat and he just <laughs> says things to my friends and family and it's so uncomfortable. I actually haven't done it in like 2 years, but maybe I feel inspired. I will probably do it after this and maybe send you guys one. Who knows? <laughs> that would be awesome. It it sound in theory, in theory it's awesome. However, in knowing, practice, <laughs> knowing that this man knows your name and has said it is like a little much. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's as soon as I saw like his videos, like this is like brilliant. <laughs> it's good stuff. I was you guys like, call old man Steve up and have him be a guest. He would love it. It's true. Wow, I didn't think about that. Yeah, he <laughs> he was amazing. I was like, how much of this is like Taryn's like script, and how much of this is just him like riffing? <laughs> I I would add like a couple things, like make sure you call me your girlfriend, and like make sure you mention this and like weird stuff like that, just to make it extra uncomfortable. But a lot of it is all from the mind of old man Steve. It's, it's a crazy place. <laughs> It it actually inspired me because I was like, wow, I could like go on Fiverr and do that if I didn't have a face for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? What would you do on Fiverr? What yeah, would your that's, thing be? that's a great question. I I was like, it's always like when you see something like so uh, brilliant, like Old Man Steve. It's like, how do you like do something completely different? I was just like in awe. I was like, oh, I want to be like grayer and do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once inspiration strikes from Old Man Steve, there's no turning back. Everything turns into just copying Old Man Steve. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I was like. No, like you said, like as soon as you asked that question, I was like, oh, you're right. Like I can't just go like copy someone because like who needs yet another podcast on the air? Come on. Um, <laughs> old man Chris. We need a little old man Chris. <laughs> old man Chris. I like it. It's good. That'd be interesting to be like competing against him and then we could just make like hate videos at each other. <laughs> the old men <laughs> fight on Fiverr. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like Don't those Reddit threads man. where two people like keep finding each other in different Reddit threads and they keep going back and forth over and over again. <laughs> I I admit, and this is probably not popular opinion, but I cannot figure out Reddit. I know it's like the most simple thing and like everything is supposed to be right in front of you. It's just <laughs> such a crazy it looks so crazy to me when I try to read it. I'm like, what are all these lines? And there's just text everywhere. Yes. yes. I don't know. I'm it not is, there. Uh, it can be inscrutable. And de- depending on the um, depending on the subreddit, too, it can either get much better if they have like somebody who's a designer that like redesigns or relays out the subreddit or oh. if they go the other direction, which is they have a designer, but he really actually doesn't know like CSS or anything technical and it just gets worse. It can be terrible. Yeah. I didn't even know that was an option. I just thought that it was like, you know what? We're just going to throw a bunch of words out here and then people are going (laughs) to upvote or something. And I don't even know. I got to get into it because all of my my best friends are three guys that I work with and live with and do mostly everything with. So they like live on Reddit and I have, oh. yet, I have yet to come full circle. They, I see. They have like a subreddit that's called like things that we don't tell Taryn or something. <laughs> oh, God. I should check that out. <laughs> We've actually exposed a new level of creepiness is that they've got a subreddit named things we don't tell Taryn and it's just links to things that Taryn has done and they've uploaded and downvoted and commented on them. <laughs> that's where oh, you guys have found find everything. It. It's on Reddit. <laughs> oh my God. It's like screenshots of my text messages and just <laughs> all types of things. That's oh, that's funny. crazy. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I've Paul has tried to get me in there multiple times and I'm always like, I can almost start to understand, okay, I kind of get this, but then each subreddit has like their own sort of like rules like oh you can't post this here because that's this and then i was like oh so i really like your subreddit and i want to comment but i don't know if my comment fits in your weird (laughs) rules 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. I wasn't standing when I was about to type this or whatever you rule it. Awesome. I don't even know that I can really give like a a Reddit 101 proper <laughs> um, because it is such a weird um, it's kind of like an anything goes kind of community. They have the they have the home page, which is like uh, in and of itself is a complex beast because it's this combo of pre-selected subreddits that they draw all their homepage links from but then if you log in you can say no i don't like those subreddits i like these 10 subreddits and totally Ah. customize it and then you get links from those subreddits instead of the ones that the people at reddit have curated um man and then you can just drill down into a specific subreddit which is basically what i do i just kind of bounce from individual sub to sub as it were (laughs) It's just bouncing. Yeah, just totally. Bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you get from uh, Bop and Tiger Beat to Patreon? Uh, it's actually a sad story that turns happy, but I will share. <laughs> uh, I so I was loving my job at Tiger Beat. Um, it was such a fun place to work. I, it was kind of a funny place. I, I don't know if you guys have kids or kids in their like, like 10 to 12 arena, but, um, I like have met every little teeny celeb you could imagine <laughs> from that job, which was a dream for teen Taryn. Like I would, if I could have told oh, my teen yeah. self like, Oh, Taryn, this is going to be you one day. I would have probably died and not made it this far. Um, <laughs> so it's probably a good thing, but, um, yeah, so it was an awesome job, but I started, you know, you could just tell that things weren't going well with magazines, especially teen magazines, because so much of mm-hmm. magazine sales in that uh, age group is due to posters. And so, like, people are buying the magazines, oh. kids are buying the magazines, like, to read the poster. I don't even know if they read anything I wrote, but, but <laughs> you know, as long as they got, like, the hot boy pick to put up in their bedroom, then sure. I'm, I'm yeah. happy. Um, and so... Yeah, I just started thinking like, man, I don't think things are going well. And then uh, one day they like came and they were, we only had a team of like 11 people and they laid off uh, like the five most recent hires and then one lady that had been there, including me, and then one lady that had been there for like 20 years or something crazy. Wow. Um, yeah, and they were like, I'm sorry, like it's nothing that you guys did at all. Like this is just the way that things are going. And they within the next couple months, like went down to like three employees or something like just really, really took a hit. Mm. And, uh, and then, so pause on tiger beat. Then I come up here. Um, I had two really good friends that worked at Patreon. One was the first guy, uh, the first person that the co-founders hired and he's now the VP of operations. And then another one was like the third or fourth guy that they, or second or third guy that they hired. So they've been here for a long time and I just heard them talking about Patreon so much and what they loved about it. And, and I knew it was a really cool space. It was a little bit different type of entertainment that I, than I would have imagined myself in originally. Sure. Um, yeah. cause it's not like so mainstream and it's like really like, Oh, I'm the cool musician or I make cool <laughs> art or, you know, whatever it is. And it, and it's, it's really neat to learn about. Um, yes. and I, so I was like, you know, I will see what you guys have to offer up here. I want to see if you guys have any open jobs. And there were a couple that really interest me and, um, community happiness rep just kind of felt like the right place for me. And, uh, you know, you interview, you get the job, you move the whole thing. I never thought I would live in San Francisco. So it was so funny to, hmm. to be up here. Cause I just used to not like San Francisco. I was like, Oh, I'll go and visit. But like, I never wanted to be here. It was like, so cold and sad and I don't know it just <laughs> it just felt it just felt weird um but now I absolutely love it so yeah I've been up here and then Tiger Beat the happy story comes in where um they actually just got investors like they sold and then just got investors I think and they're getting like rebooted I think hmm. I want to say LeBron James I don't think that's right let me I <laughs> I want to say LeBron James is one like Nick Cannon is one which is just a hilarious investor yeah. in Tiger Beat I love that um but yeah like people just 
just kind of picked it back up. So it's up and running, and I still talk to our editor-in-chief every once in a while and offer my help if there's ever events she wants me to cover <laughs> in San Francisco. But, yeah, so things turned out well, and I love my job up here. So so things are things are lovely. I thought for a second the story was going to turn and you were going to say that Tiger Beat had started a Patreon and we're rapidly <laughs> rising in the ranks of Patreon. <laughs> That's so funny. I just took a drink when you said that. Oh, so I, sorry. Like, couldn't, I couldn't like fully like emote how I was feeling. That is so if Tiger Beat started a Patreon page, my life would come full circle and I would <laughs> I could die happy. <laughs> that is awesome. I like that. <clears throat> so obviously you enjoy this new workplace. Is that because you get like free Pomplamoose concerts and things like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's up there. That has got to be up there. Uh, I love. I actually love hanging out with Jack. He is such a fun guy to spend time with, and he cares so much about Patreon. And what what's really cool in the office is we have like every instrument you can imagine. But there's like two drum sets and a bunch of bongos, and then a piano and a bunch of guitars in one small area. And probably once a day people will do a little jam sesh. Like someone will just get on the mm. piano. There's a guy who works here named Scott that play, he, I think he something, he used to like tour with an orchestra or something crazy. He sounds like, you know, when you're walking through Nordstrom and there's just the most beautiful piano playing and you're like, I want to yeah. buy everything. This is exactly, <laughs> this is exactly what Scott sounds like. So every, like every day around lunch, he'll like do a little ditty and then someone will jump on the drums and then somebody's hitting bongos. It's like this whole crazy crazy fun thing to be a part of but um the perks are great i do love uh i feel like there's something so special about giving creators whether it's musicians or podcasters or artists uh, a paycheck it's like so cool to see and multiple times a week we'll have people write in different creators and just say like hey just wanted to let you guys know like i quit my full-time teaching job and now i get to be a full-time creator because my patrons are paying that much for me and it's like it is just a really inspirational thing because uh i know i used to want to like I still kind of do. I want to have like my own podcast one day and it would be amazing if that was my full-time gig. It's just such an exciting thing to think about and it's a fun thing to be a part of. Sweet. I can cross that question off. What's your Patreon page? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, never mind. <laughs> Great. Fill. Fill the show. Go. Oh. <laughs> That's so good. I, uh, yeah, I, I would just love, I think I really want to have my own podcast. I know I do one for Patreon and it's fun and I really enjoy talking to creators. Um, 10 minutes is really hard to fit a great conversation in. So yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to one, but it is like I am rushing to try to get as much in, in there as I can. But, um, you know, you it, sometimes a question will take five minutes and you're like, oh, God, what do I do now? On the other hand, it's nice to have a, I mean, it's good to have like a specific amount of time that you're going for and a nice short thing, because I think people are more uh, apt to subscribe to things that are more in that short form. Like totally. I can, I can grab something that's 10 minutes. I'm, it's going to fit in between these like hour long podcasts that I listen to perfectly. I can just slide it right in there. So totally. Yeah. And like, it's just easy to listen to when even if you're like at work or doing, I don't know, you're on like a lunch break or something. It's just easy to catch one and, and, I'm glad that it's 10 minutes because I feel like it keeps it exciting. Yes. Um, yep. But I'm just like, man, there's some things I wish I could talk to these people longer for. And then they just like, I can feel them flying away. I literally just put my hand up like it's flying away and I'm reaching for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep talking. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I've listened to, uh, I would say half of them so far. And, uh, oh, nice. And that was like, uh, there's actually, strangely enough, um, during one of the Patreon hangouts, uh, that I, uh, two months ago or so that I, I went to, um, I met, uh, another podcaster there. I, Chris, he goes mm -hmm. by in the little chats and stuff and he does a podcast on his network, good stuff FM, um, mm -hmm. where it's called dailyish and every day if he's feeling like it, so it's dailyish, he just like. <laughs> 
gets on and talks about something that he's thinking about it and like you know it could be like six minutes or you know it's fairly short and then on top of that with your like 10 minute podcast i was like wow i've been missing out on some really cool things when i listen to these long podcasts because it takes me two days to listen to them right <laughs> <laughs> listen to what are your what are your podcasts what's your go-to i'm uh right now like i'm i'm sort of like getting it's like any other kind of uh, media where I'm like, oh, I need to like get more podcasts because uh, I'm getting kind of bored of the ones I'm listening to. But Paul got me into Random Trek, which is pretty fun. Nice. Yeah, um, that one is fun. And then uh, one of our friends uh, of the show um, and who's uh, been on our other podcast a few times, Dan, got me into um, – well, we both sort of found it simultaneously, I think. I just remember we both talked about it, but uh, into Gilbert Godfrey's podcast, which sounds always terrifying to people because of his voice and his awkward humor, but <laughs> he is completely obsessed with old Hollywood. So they like call up all these old actors and go visit them and stuff like that and talk oh, about wow. the olden days. And it's really fascinating to hear like Gilbert Godfrey who is obviously going to say something crude and rude and make people laugh like talking to kind of Hollywood royalty you know like, yeah that's so cool I'll have to check that one out so I'm into those and I and I've been listening to a lot of uh, Greg Proop's podcast and which again is kind of inspiring because he doesn't ever have guests or anything it's just like him riffing with like a live <laughs> audience for like an hour. <laughs> oh, fun. And so, but now I'm starting to feel like I, I, I understand like the things that Greg is really upset with. And like now it's starting to feel like one of these like talks or like funny uh, comedians do like a talk show like Dennis Miller or something like, OK, I'm mad at the world and here's why. That's awesome. So, yeah. What are you listening to? Man, what have I listened to? I'm like. I go on podcast kicks and then I go on music kicks and I have been on like a music kick for so long. Like I, I'm so deep into Spotify that that I have not seen the light of day for podcasts in a while. Wow. Um, yeah, it's been a bit. I can't even tell you the last. There's a there's a podcast actually called On Being by Krista Tippett um, that is really interesting. She just talks. I mean, she just talks about life and she talks about different she'll interview like psychologists or uh, philanthropists or just people that are like doing big things in the world and I always feel super challenged when I listen to it um but other than that it's been a bit since I've listened to a podcast except I went through a bunch of your guys's which was a fun time oh that's awesome yeah oh what, no uh, you studied too yeah what did you sample now I, I feel mean, creeped out do you guys feel scared? Uh, I just I went through like the top, like the last like I didn't go through all of that. Like, that would have been a while. That would have been too much. That but I been like, a while. I would yes. listen to like a couple minute clips of everything on the the first the your guys' little landing page. Like right when I jump in there, oh, okay. you guys talk about fun stuff, and I like that you do the little uh, the little bit at the bottom, the podcast notes about what's going on. I always feel like oh, I know what's coming. I like it. Yeah, Chris does a uh, fantastic job with those. Yeah, I, yeah, I have to give him. I have to give him all the credit. I think I did the first like uh, seven or eight episodes, and then and then you started running with them, and that and they're they're very helpful. And I I feel like having those like detailed notes helps people find those shows too. Like if they're just searching for something ram, uh, random. Uh, hopefully they'll uh, hopefully they'll stumble on Mont Montreal sauce because we talked about it at some point. Agreed. Yeah, I actually uh, yeah I get a little crazy with the show notes and then uh, <laughs> it's like I end up going back to the page because I can't remember something. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what did we talk about? <clears throat> no, I'm like, what was that thing we talked about on the show once? Because that could really help me get this project done. <laughs> That's awesome. You're learning from yourself. You're learning from your past self. Yeah. It's yeah. literally the, the show is really just notes to our future self. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And and Paul's children. Yes. Yeah. And my it's posterity for uh for my for my two girls. 
Yeah. How old are your girls? Are you allowed to share that? Is that weird? Yeah, no, I can share that. They are, uh, they're four and, and two. Oh, so they're just, uh, just little munchkins, not old enough to pick up their first tiger beat yet. Okay, well, one day I will send an old ancient tiger beat when they're old enough to read it. One of the ones I, <laughs> one of the ones I wrote in with some crazy boy quiz about their homeroom hottie crush. Or oh, something. awesome, awesome! <laughs> I'll send it your who way. Do, who do you think that will be about? Oh God, I'm What's trying to, sad I'm trying to figure they're out. Probably, they're like not even born at this point. Like I feel like right. Disney no. kids yeah. are so young. Yes. Um, I don't know. We'll find out. It'll probably be some like blonde, muscly Disney boy. <laughs> so be prepared. When my uh, my uh, sister is uh, about four years younger than me, and she was an avid Tiger Beat reader, and love it. Uh, and her um, her school her era she was like a little too young for backstreet boys but nsync was right in her alley and i mean they were kind of the same kind of the same but she had like the hugest crush on justin oh didn't we all i love that mine was i loved nsync very much but i was such a zach efron girl like i just sure yeah and and a paul walker like he's older but i was such a paul walker fan back then he was so cute and he was like muscly and cool and whatever i feel like i feel like moral of the story teen girls love like clean cut little muscly boys that kind of look young and they kind of look old and you don't really know how old they are, but they're like maybe 18 and you're like, all sure. right. Sure. <laughs> so I'm, I'm prepping you for your daughters to start talking to you about these things. Okay. I appreciate that. I could use any pointers you have because at some point they're going to start uh, noticing boys. It's, it's still a little ways off, fortunately. Yeah. Um, but I, they will notice boys before the boys notice them. And so I can like prep them for yep. you know what's to come oh such a good dad great by, by then there'll be an app for that so <laughs> right oh. <laughs> they'll, they'll just take a picture of him and be like what do i think about him and then the app will tell them exactly what to say it'll be like right. he's 511 he is from <laughs> chicago <laughs> right that's awesome just run boy quiz on your iphone 15 <laughs> Man, do you think that past a certain number, iPhones will stop saying the number? Boy, I hope so. Yeah. God, it has to stop. The madness has to stop. I mean, if it if it works like all of their other products, eventually it will just be X. iPhone yeah. X. But you're supposed to call it 10. Let's hope. That's, <laughs> that's actually an unpublished blog of mine somewhere that I have yet to finish. But I was like... We have to like somehow figure out what we're doing with this whole gadget naming thing because it's infuriating when we live in a world with like DuckDuckGo and Google when you like search like, how do I do this on my iPhone? Because they're all called iPhone, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It gets like ridiculous. And then when you look at like the iPad, it was like, I'm the iPad. I'm the iPad too. I'm the iPad (laughs) again. I'm the new iPad. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's too much. Like I was trying, we use MacBook Airs at work and I have like an older MacBook Pro at home. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to ask someone at the office if I could borrow a MacBook Pro charger because I lost it and I don't, and the MacBook yeah. Air charger doesn't fit and the whole thing. And I didn't even know what to ask for. I was like, I don't know what year this thing is. I know that it says MacBook Pro. Can someone bring me a charger, please? And luckily it worked, <laughs> but I it was a stab in the dark. Like they change their chargers every minute. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's got to stop. It feels like they're going to stick with the lightning connector for a while because they just released all those gadgets that all have lightning connector ports on them. So if they change it again soon, it's going to be it's going to be annoying, at least the little gadgets. The, it's going to be an uproar. If yeah. you guys want to rally with me, I'm down. All right. <laughs> We're going to tear down Apple over this. <laughs> yeah. See, my uh, my conclusion, I think, in my uh, fabled blog post that will never be uh, was <laughs> was like we need to start treating these gadgets like the auto community has been doing for millions of years. Like this is a 1994 Corvette done. You know, like I can yeah. search for like a fuel filter for that car and sure. find exactly what I need. It's not like the <laughs> yeah. Corvette 13. <laughs> yeah. yeah. S. <laughs> but was it the S? <laughs> right. 
I actually did some time in college at uh, AutoZone. Um, I worked there as one of the clerk guys. And uh, it was fun working in Michigan where cars were born. Yeah. Um, and to have people come in and ask, there were two things. One of them was, I think, like an Oldsmobile, like of a certain year, like in the 80s. They ran out of a very famous, like, I think I'm going to get this wrong and people are going to write in. Um, sorry, mom, please don't write in. Uh, <laughs> they had like the 350 rocket engine in them and Oldsmobile ran out. They were so popular, but they didn't tell anyone. So oh. they put General Motors 350 engines in there, but it wasn't like the branded Oldsmobile one. Oh. So, so whenever oh. they come in and they'd say, I need some spark plugs for my, you know, da, 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 Oldsmobile, I'd be like, Does you, do you have the GM motor or the Oldsmobile? And they're like, what do you mean? It's an Oldsmobile, you idiot. I'm like, no, <laughs> the computer is actually smarter than me. <laughs> Dang. And then um, uh, – same with Dodge. Like Dodge has like a lot of uh, foreign parts in it. So like you have this like gruff Midwestern man come in and say, I need an alternator for, you know, this Dodge minivan. And you're, I'm like, OK, so do you have the Mopar alternator in there now or the Mitsubishi? Well, it's a gall darn Dodge. It's American. <laughs> it's the Mopar, man. <laughs> wow. He sounds a lot like Goofy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Eerily <yeah>. similar. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh. <laughs> Did you say Dodge? <laughs> wow. How did we get here? Who knows? How, where are we? Where <laughs> even <know>. are we? <laughs> where are we in these questions? Yes. I you- think uh I think well, first of all, we should we should introduce our uh our Patreon page to the world. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, which is uh patreon.com slash m sauce so that you don't have to remember how to spell montreal (laughs) it's really montreal sauce but m sauce and uh nice and short succinct uh and i think we're looking for you to give us some uh some pointers some tips some maybe some juicy inside information about how to make this the uh (laughs) <laughs> you know the the amazing uh patreon page that really it could be it has the potential it needs to it needs to learn how to fly we're asking you, know, you. all right it needs it needs a little flight okay when did you guys when did you launch this when did this come about you you are the inspiration we've been talking about it for like ages probably since we started the podcast but the uh the the truth of the matter is is um uh this has become like a production of some sort. So it's included lots of equipment purchases mm-hmm. and, and then the show uh, notes uh, the deep research where we find out <laughs> creepy things about our guests and scare them away forever and get uh, restraining yes. orders, the lawyers. So like the, we just kept putting it on the back burner. So once you said you'd be on the show, I was like, oh, we probably should do that. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I'm so inspired. That's so cool. Have you have you told anyone about this? Am I the first to know or have you told people? I, you and the people on the live stream, I think, are the first to know because I don't think we tweeted after launching it. I think we we just silently hit the launch button and then we were planning on uh, on promoting it obviously over the next uh, over the coming weeks oh my gosh okay fun okay well i mean our biggest tip uh, and this is i mean i wish i would have got one of our launch specialists in here to walk you through this Whoa. um i know that would have been so legit but um, <laughs> the, the biggest tip that we give is is the amount of excitement that you put into the launch is the amount of excitement you should expect to receive from your fans so a lot of people like the idea of a soft launch because it's like oh it's okay like if people are scared sure yeah whatever but i if you have people that are listening and if there are people live listening right now hello to you if you're there uh i i can imagine that that they would be so stoked to give to you um and 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 i think what people I don't know. I've seen the most success that people that I've seen launch friends of mine or whatever people that um, are people that just like announce it like it's like their next big thing. And mm. and it's it's basically just like any I mean, 
I'm kind of thinking about starting my own Patreon page and I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to do? That's going to be the best thing. The first is like, go to your inner circle. So those are the people that like your family, your friends, like the closest people to you that you're like, Hey, like this is my Patreon page. I hope you guys like it. Then it's obviously posting it on all your socials, which is like Facebook, Twitter, Reddit for you guys, you little Reddit savvy guys, uh, <laughs> email, you know, email works too. Um, and I think, I think some people just like push it out there and expect that, uh, they push out there once and expect that people are going to come like rushing in. And uh, like, I know I check Twitter, which is the worst. Like I probably only check my personal Twitter, like three times a day. And like, if I miss a tweet, it's gone forever. <laughs> you know, like there's, <laughs> there's no looking back on Twitter. So I would say repetition is key. Like the, the, the week that you guys launch, like make sure you're talking about it often and getting people excited about it. And I think rewards are like a really cool and exciting thing too. Like you want people to, you want your rewards to be something that is like exclusive and something that would be like, I don't know, like maybe you guys give them a phone number to, you give your listeners a phone number to call if they donate five or 10 bucks a month or something. You say like, Hey, we'll give you guys like a dummy phone number that you can call. I mean, it's not dummy. It's not like they're calling a random line, but you know, like, <laughs> like, Oh, whatever phone. And you say like, and we'll chat with you live on the air. Things that like people would be super excited over that they couldn't get anywhere else. Um, and we shoot, I think we shoot for like our five to $10 rewards to be the most appealing. Like those are the ones that's like our, our oh, sweet okay. spot. Yeah. Yeah. Like $1, you know, very cool. They want to be a part of your community. They'll be able to see your patron only feed, um, which are things that you set to a privacy that's only for your patrons. Sure. Um, but then the $2 reward can also be like a cool little sweet spot because you can say like $1, like, ah, thanks for joining the community. So happy to have you. Then the $2 reward, like if people are willing to give a dollar, they'll probably be willing to give two. So you can just add like something a little bit extra, like double the love and I'll give you a kiss on air. I don't, that's not it, but you know, <laughs> something, something fun. And then the five to 10 is really where that's where like a lot of your income and revenue will come from. And yeah. those are the ones that you really want to like stack. Because if you think about your favorite creators, yeah, I guess a good way to look at it would be like if your favorite podcaster got on Patreon and they had a five or $10 reward, like what would be your most exciting, what would incentivize you so much that you'd be like, Oh man, like I have to give that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't nice. know. I'm That's excited. That's pretty good for not being a launch expert. I mean... We, 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 they give us some tools to help us out for, for conversation. <laughs> so, uh, no, I just like, I think people think that there's like this like big secret when really it's just so many of the patrons on Patreon, like most of them are just the most giving. They just, they want to see art made and they want to see their favorite podcasters be able to do this for a living. And they want to see, you know, their favorite artist be able to not have to worry so much about work or income or whatever it is. And so it, there's not really so much of a secret formula as it is like, just tell your fans, just tell your favorite people or, or tell the people that think that you're, that's your favorite podcast or whatever, that you're launching a page and people will be excited just organically because they're, they're stoked to listen to you guys and they want you to keep doing what you're doing. And if it's exhausting your guys's resources making this, I can imagine as you guys are, you guys are just really fun to talk to and listen to, I'm sure. But, um, I, I can imagine that people would be happy to throw money at their computer for you. <laughs> I want them to actually physically do that. I do too. I, I will, you know what? I'm going to do this right now. You probably can't hear me, but I have $5 bill in my pocket. And I'm going to chuck it at my laptop. Ready for this? Hear it crinkle. I just threw it. Boom. <laughs> I just threw it. Awesome. For, all for you guys. That was awesome. <laughs> but I, I now have to represent, and because, you know, Canada is all in coins, I'm giving ourselves $2. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I can hear it perfectly. Loonies. Is your is your computer okay? I feel like coins was not the op the best option to throw at your laptop. Um, it's a new milestone level in our campaign after the show. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Need a new MacBook Pro. <laughs> this right. one is dented. <laughs> That's awesome. Now smells funny. <laughs> I think it might be burning. Um, how exciting! I'm so glad you guys are on Patreon. 
we're we are very excited about it too and uh we are gonna send everybody who uh who who will listen or read our tweets uh or facebook posts towards uh that page i'm gonna become your guys's patron (laughs) it's funny because it was like oh yeah this is the motivation we really need to get this going is like we're talking to Taryn and she works there. Like what a perfect opportunity for us to like, you know, gain some listeners to like maybe that are Patreon fans who might go there and check us out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and, totally. And then also like we just need to do this. So let's get it done. And so it was like, yay, like we've got it launched. And then I was like, oh crap, we still have to launch one for the other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got a second podcast called Film Frown, uh, which uh, in which we do the whole uh, watch a terrible movie thing and then talk about how how terrible it is and then decide whether it's so bad it's good. Um, and so we're going to do one for uh, do a Patreon page for that as well. Oh, my um, gosh, that sounds so what movies do you guys watch? <laughs> uh well i think the i really i think the quintessential episode is still the very first episode which is uh zardoz right that was the that was our that was our intro episode um zardoz yeah i've never zardoz. even heard of that it's got oh my goodness. uh it's got sean connery in it <clears throat> from uh just past the james bond days is that right he wasn't doing bond movies anymore but it was before like he was a crazy person in Highlander. So, uh, Oh God, Google is showing me crazy images for Zardoz. It is crazy. It is weird. Yes. Red diaper images. Right. There is too much for the eye to handle (laughs) right now. Yes. That's, that's just like Google images. The actual movie is like 10 times that. Yeah. You're so right. Also, I have to, I have to tell you guys, I, you now have your first official patron. <gasps> and it is Taryn Arnold. Bum, 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 bum. That is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know if you even wanted one yet, but I went for it. So that's wow. I'm going to take it. Take <laughs> it. Please don't delete me, which you can do from your patron manager oh, if you really? need to. But please don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. She's a little stalkery. <laughs> oh, gonna... shoot. <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys are going to hang up. I'm going to I'm going to set up like redo the milestone goals and be like or or redo the reward levels and make one of one like the first person to patronize us gets to be on the show. Oh, you lost. Too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tell me when you do that. I'm going to I'm going to delete and then redo it until I get into that reward tier. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to uh, we're going to have to get some stickers printed now, Chris. (laughs) Come on, guys. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, of course. Glad glad to be here. Glad I, I pledge uh-huh. that you guys this three dollar per month level. At three dollars a month, you're saying we're worth at least one third of a Netflix. Oh, that's funny. Which hey, I take Mr. Hastings online too. This is really good. You guys are funny. This is good stuff. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I wrote that role. <laughs> Thank you. I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's like literally the two sentences that I contributed to this whole thing. <laughs> well, they won me over. <clears throat> yes. There That's not go. true. You did the thank you uh, message as well. Oh, I did do that, didn't I? That totally slipped my mind. And uh, then I was like, you can put a video there. That's where the best video needs to be. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Or we, What we really need is just a gif of somebody literally throwing money at their computer. That's what I it will be. That, I will make that for you. Awesome. I actually, I told my wife, I was like, wait for the thank you video. I'm just going to do like a happy dance and tape myself and then um, <laughs> shoot like this little gun that I have. <clears throat> and she just looked at me like I was crazy. I, uh, I ran the idea of painting a wall green so that I could have a green screen in our house by my wife. And it did, it didn't fly. That well it, it didn't go well it didn't it didn't fly that well i think we're gonna have to finish the basement first so that i can move the studio down there and then and then maybe i can have she'll be like yes you can have a green wall down in the basement where, where nobody will ever go except you that's fine 
<laughs> I, I'm going to propose what might be the best idea. Uh, I believe your guys' thank you needs to be old man Steve. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. I went Snap. there. Snap. Sorry, guys. That's crazy. And then old man Steve, like a month from now, would be like, <laughs> okay, you have to cut me in on the, some of this Patreon money. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everyone's just patronizing us to see that video. Old Everyone man Steve is. Old man Steve. Old man Steve is going to be like the guy who like designed the Twitter logo who got paid like 30 bucks or whatever. He's just going to be like, what the heck? Montreal sauce blew up and I got $5. We've uncovered the secret of Patreon. The secret is old man Steve. (laughs) It all comes back to old man Steve. Well, this concludes part one of our episode with uh, Taryn Arnold. And uh, we had a great time. Uh, Stay tuned for next week's episode where we have her back for part two. Uh, And head on over to MontrealSauce.com to find some links to find myself, uh, Chris, and Taryn, as well as a link to our Patreon where you can support us and help us find more uh, great guests and bring you more great stuff on Montreal Sauce. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Bye. Goop, goop.